this Monday a little bit uh, sweeter on the one, two, three show, a little bit easier to stomach. We're going to be chatting about the weather, which might sound uh, like quite a banal conversation out of context, but I'm joined in the studio by Hangwei Tong. Yep. Hi, thank you very much for joining us today, Hangwei. Nice um, to meet you. And, and you. Um, Hangwei, you're a, um, and you're a climate scientist yep. at Hong Kong Observatory. Yeah. So, of course, here on Radio 3 and on all the radio stations, we read the the weather out mm -hmm. multiple times mm -hmm. in an hour. It's a big part mm -hmm. of our existence within these four walls. Mm -hmm. And so it's a big thing for us to have a real life climate scientist <laughs> in the house. So thank you for joining us. Um, so let me get this uh, correct first. So as I just asked you off air, mm -hmm. You're a climate scientist. I shouldn't be calling you a meteorologist and I shouldn't be calling you a weatherman. <laughs> um, I'm not a weatherman. I was a weatherman uh, when I began my career uh, at the Hong Kong Observatory. But right. then I moved to another division and I'm, I'm now focusing on uh, climate uh, forecasts and uh, and uh, climate change. Right. Oh, oh, really? Good. Because yeah. I definitely want to chat about that too. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about what a typical day looks like for you. What does well, your job for, entail? For me, it's nothing special. <laughs> I, 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 I go to the office and then the first thing I, I, I usually do is to open my email account and check all my email. You have and emails? Yeah, you have yeah, emails, yeah, really? Sure. <laughs> Even when you look at the weather, you have to have emails. Okay, so yeah. yeah. That, so that's, that's like... That's the life of a of a climate scientist or yeah or climate forecaster. But uh, the life of a weather forecaster is a little bit different. They mm -hmm. have to they, because they have to issue all all kinds of uh, uh, weather forecasts. So they have to read all the uh, weather weather maps and uh, all the weather forecasts and to to formulate uh, uh, an official. Um, uh, weather forecast. Right, yes. So in terms of your own career, what mm. have you always been interested in the weather and climate when you were little? How do you how do you find this kind of career as a scientist? Sure. Since uh, since I was a secondary school student, I used to live in Sha Tin and I walked to school every day and I uh, and I crossed the uh, uh, Moon River and and, and at that time, I, I uh, discovered that uh, the, the cloud patterns uh, uh, in the sky is, uh, is quite different in the summer and, uh, and, and in winter. In the summertime, you usually have some very tall clouds uh, looks like, uh, uh, looks like, well, how to say, looks like a, a, a piece of cotton. Sure, sure. sure. Like and then, candy, yeah. yeah, and then, and then, and then in winter, usually you have some layer clouds, and I just uh, very, very interested why there's a uh, difference between different different clouds. Yeah. Gosh, so it's really it was from curiosity. Yeah, it was yeah, like an yeah. intriguing young mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. And then, so how did you go about? Uh, did you study to become a climate scientist in Hong Kong? Did you do it overseas? I I I did a, a meteorology degree in uh, UK. In the UK, yeah, right. Their weather is usually pretty. I mean, a lot of countries <laughs> have lots of stereotypes around their weather, right? Yeah, the UK is usually known for being quite not dull. very nice weather. Very yeah. <laughs> was that very exciting to do your degree yeah. in a place where the weather wasn't yeah. very exciting? Or yeah. it's uh, it was quite exciting because uh, I can I can uh, I can learn a different kind of things. But uh, I I didn't just focus on the on on the weather in UK, but I also focus on weather pattern or climate pattern all over the world yeah and yeah. is it do you think it's do you still find it interesting how long have you been a climate scientist well i i joined uh, the hong kong observatory uh, about 10 years ago 
Yeah. Wow, a decade. Yeah, a decade. <laughs> a decade of being a climate scientist. And so, um, so as you said, so, um, so your your role is not specifically in weather forecasting. Yeah. So, what what are you, some of the key things that your responsibilities in your in your work? Well, I mainly focus on climate forecasting, like uh, seasonal forecasts, right. telling okay. people uh, whether you have uh, normal or above normal rainfall in the, in the coming ah, winter. Okay, so there's weather forecasting, yeah. which is what it's doing today and tomorrow, and and then exactly. you're looking at climate, so it's broader. So it's yeah. how it. Okay, so seasonal changes. Oh, that's yeah, fascinating. See, yeah, exactly. Right, sure. Um, so please, yeah, and so so it's looking at rainfall, for example. Mm -hmm. What other things are you looking at? Rainfall temperature. Mm -hmm. And uh, usually, uh, we issue a we issue an annual outlook uh, uh, every March, and uh, telling people that uh, how many uh, how many how many uh, tropical cyclones we are going to have this year. Oh, and you can yeah. you can already sort of start to predict that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So while other companies are scraping around putting together their annual reports, you're putting together your <laughs> annual your annual climate forecast. Yeah. Um is Hong Kong is there anything particularly unique about the climate in Hong Kong? Uh yes, because uh, Hong Kong in summertime is always uh influenced by tropical climate. But in uh, wintertime it usually uh influenced by um um, mid-latitude fronts, uh, cold fronts, etc. So the the climate is very different uh, in in summer and and in winter. Right. So yeah. it's quite challenging. And sometimes in 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 uh, in, in summer, rain can come out of nowhere. So <laughs> really? it's so even, yeah, yeah. even as a climate scientist, you can say it really it came out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, we didn't see yeah, it coming. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Because I've always thought that about Hong Kong. Sometimes I'm like, where did this come from? <laughs> so this but, is very challenging. Very yeah, challenging. Yeah, sure. Oh, that's fascinating. And um, I want to ask, it, when a typhoon is approaching, mm -hmm. is it stressful in your office? Does it get busy when there's a typhoon on the way? Well, depends on depends on which divisions uh, you are working at. If sure. you if you work in the central forecasting office, it is very very busy and mm -hmm. very very stressful because mm -hmm. all your bosses are, are are there sitting behind you, looking at what you are right, what sure. you are doing, and you are <laughs> and, and you are you are you are uh, and 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 your forecast is very important because all the people in Hong Kong is reading your forecast, and you right. can't make yes. any mistakes. Yes, and that makes it very very stressful. Mm. But yeah. as you said, you're trying to predict something which does have a level of unpredictability as yeah. well right yeah, so yeah. It's, i can imagine it's a lot of pressure yeah. um and uh so in terms of uh hong kong's hong kong's uh weather patterns and mm. sorry climate patterns rather mm. um have you seen a big change in the 10 years that you've been a climate scientist have you seen any big changes well uh yes or no well yes because i can assess through a lot of data and I can see uh, how the temperature uh, has been changing uh, in recent years. Mm -hmm. But if you are ordinary people, if you don't look at the data, then you probably can't feel the climate change in Hong Kong mm -hmm. in, the, in mm -hmm. the last 10 years mm -hmm. because uh, the changes is too subtle. It's too subtle, yeah. sure. We're going to go to a song before we keep chatting about climate change. So um, we're, we're going to listen to Bewitched and blame it on the weatherman just because it felt appropriate. <laughs> blame it on the weatherman but we're not blaming it on the weatherman uh, we're we're joined in studio today on the one two three show by hangway tong 
um, from the Hong Kong Observatory, yeah. who is a climate scientist. And we've just clarified that um, they all have, I thought everyone did everything, but you're right. Of course you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you look at climate. So before, um, before we went, uh, actually just over the break, we were just chatting and I was mm-hmm. saying that um, I've read the Hong Kong Observatory blog. Yeah. And you might not know this, that the Hong Kong Observatory have a blog, but a couple of years ago, I got really into reading it and there were some really insightful and interesting articles. So I would recommend, I would recommend, do you read it as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. L- now we have YouTube video as oh, right. well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, look, it's even more multimedia. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think weather is quite, uh, I think weather is quite fascinating. And I think um, we might lose our people, everyday people tend to lose our fascination with the weather sometimes. We see it as more of an inconvenience when it's not what we want. Mm -hmm. But actually there's a little, there's something a little bit magical about these forces that inform so much of how we feel and Mm. how we work. Mm. Uh, You know, as and I really thank you for sharing a story about when you were younger and you'd walk along the Shingman Reservoir in Sha Tin and just watch the clouds and wonder what they were like, you know. Um, I also, tell me a little bit about, um, I've just found on the observatory website, My Little Observatory there's a child-friendly section yep yeah and so um what's you know is is this something do you you know do you ever talk to children about the weather well uh we organize some school talks uh, on climate change to uh, primary schools and uh, secondary school oh, fantastic. but i'm usually responsible for secondary school because i don't know how to talk to <laughs> it is <laughs> to a skill it is yeah. a skill yeah yeah sure and so um Climate change is something that we do want to talk a little bit mm. about that. Um, how do you personally feel about climate change? Well, of course, climate change, first of all, is real. It's real, yeah. Uh, it's present. And uh, you, you, have to, you have to look at the data to appreciate the long-term trend. So sometimes people uh, mix up the concept of weather and, uh, and, and climate. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, once they have got a very cold weather or cold surge, they they will they will start to um, question about the reality of uh, of climate change. But that's not true. You have to look at the long term trend. Mm-hmm. And as you said, you've seen in your time ten yeah. ten years at Hong Kong Observatory, you've seen the data for Hong Kong, and there is a change. Yeah, we have we have more than ten years of data. Of course, Actually, yeah. the Hong Kong Observatory has more than one hundred years of data. Wow, so amazing. we have yeah, so we have a we have a long history of observations, and that's why we can we can we can uh, look at the trend very easily. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so, of course, uh, like we, do you think that it's important? Do you think so? Do you think in Hong Kong most people accept that climate change is happening, or do you still think there's quite a lot of education that needs to happen? Well, I think most of the uh, Hong Kong people know about climate change, but just they don't know what's the impact of climate change on their daily life. Mm-hmm. So we have, as a, a, as a Hong Kong Observatory, we have to do a lot of uh, public educations uh, for the for the general public. So um, ho- just hope that they can they they can know more about the climate change and then uh, take precautionary measures. Sure. And in your own life, have you found that your work has made you make changes in your lifestyle because of climate change? Yes, of course, because, well, as a, as a, well, more than 10 years ago, I, I'm, I'm not a believer in, a, in, in, in climate change myself. Yeah. Because uh, at that time, the data is not enough. And then, uh, and, and then the modeling ability of the, of the, of the climate model is, is not very good. So, well, 
I, I, I'm not a, a, a true believer of climate change 10 years ago, but mm. well, well, when days goes on and, and when, when you look more and more data and, and, and now the climate model is, uh, is improving, then you can, you, you, you now believe that the climate change is, is, is real. Right. So yeah. you've been a convert. You've yeah. seen, you've yeah. seen the, the yeah. changes and the difference and it's yeah. really influenced the way that you yeah. work. That's amazing. Um, and so, um, I wanted to ask you if you, I, I don't expect everyone to, but if you follow the news, you mm. may have seen recently Donald Trump in America. Um, <laughs> and there was the chart for the hurricane forecast mm -hmm. and it, he drew on the chart with a pen to include Alabama. <laughs> Yeah. If you're, do you, does this yeah, ring a bell? Yes, it yeah. does. Is that in the world of climate scientists and meteorology and weather and everything? Is that blasphemous? Is that a really big no-no? Did did it, did it get passed around your office as a joke or? This it, is a joke, but yeah. well, this is a no-no because all of our. Uh, all of our decisions should be scientifically based. Yes. This is what this is what important. So, well, and he was the opposite. May, yeah. Maybe it is, maybe it is the difference between politics and uh, and science. And science, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and do you ever find in Hong Kong there are people that there is some? Is there any politics in Hong Kong around denying climate change? Do you think? Um, I can, well. I can recall that some of the people uh, is not believing in, mm. in in climate change, and then uh, in South China Morning Post, there's uh, many many readers that doesn't believe in climate change, and and whenever we post something in the South China Morning Post, then they they reply that all oh, climate oh, change. The comment yeah. Yeah, the oh, comment the section. Yeah, the comment section. That's a dark place. <laughs> it's a very dark place. The comment section on this SCMB. Yeah. Yeah, but we try uh, try our best to 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 reply to mm. respond to to them. Mm, and that's probably, yeah. I guess, why it's important to keep talking to children, yeah. right? Because sometimes you can't change the opinion of somebody who's yeah. much older, but you can definitely, you know, you can, well, hopefully the next generation will be inspired yeah, to, to do so. something else. Yeah. And so um, just to, to finish up, Hangwei, so you enjoy your work? Yeah, sure. Can you inspire another generation <laughs> of climate scientists? Is I it, hope is so. Is it fun and interesting? Yeah, yeah, yeah I hope so. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very, very much for joining us. That was Hang Wei Tong of the Hong Kong Observatory joining us on the RTHK, um, on RTHK Radio 3 on the 123 show this lunchtime. And this is Ariana Grande.